What is going on, guys? This is the Look at Us podcast. I'm your host, Star, and I'm Kaleo. And today's episode, man, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a rocking talk, and I don't know what I'm saying, but it's gonna be a crazy episode, and uh, we're gonna be talking about a crazy theory about a female being the first president. How crazy is that? And then we're also gonna talk about some gender equality and fem- feminism. You know, let me let me say that correctly. And uh, I'm, I'm gonna like uh, I'm gonna let uh, Sugar take the reign of that one because uh, <laughs> I don't want to say the the wrong things. You know what I mean? Can't say the wrong things. You just say things that are on my mind, different than what everyone else <laughs> believes all the time. Right, right, right. But uh, uh, it's gonna be a great show, man. I'm looking forward to it. And uh, you know, let's uh, thank some of our sponsors. You know, Sure Mike. That's you know, they're not official sponsors, but uh, what kind of headphones you got? Steel Series. <laughs> Steel Series. I love my Steel Series. Hey, I love Steel Series too, man. I, I've like I have like three of them. Every new one that came out, I would put it on my Amazon list, and then I would just never get them. But it's just because they're expensive. <laughs> oh my, they, you know, but they're worth it. I want the pros. Right. I have the Arctic Seven. I want the pros right. so bad. Well, so what's the theory? So you haven't heard of the first female president, right? No, not I have not heard the theory of it. It's it's the theory is right that the uh, a female you know, was the president of, you know, obviously the United States. However, she wasn't like officially like elected as a president. So the, the conspiracy is there was president Woodrow Wilson suffered a stroke. And obviously, you know, when you suffer a stroke, you can't function, right? So you can't function. And then his wife took over. And the reason why it's a theory, you know, a lot of people did it. Nobody knows. Nobody knew that she took the reins and she was literally making decisions for everything united states basically what the president does right and so the truth right the truth is here let me read it out wilson did suffer a stroke towards the end of his presidency but the government felt that it was the country's best interest to keep things quiet so the public didn't learn about a stroke for like months during which time his wife edith wilson was making the executive decisions for the united states so Technically, in the viewpoints of, you know, what the president does in that aspect, she was the president, but she wasn't elected. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, no, that makes sense. I actually do know that story. So I myself, I don't consider that as like a theory because it, it's what happened. You know, it's it's right. a, it's a historical moment in time. But nobody really actually talks about it because she wasn't elected. Elected. Right, right, right. So and that's so- where it becomes all weird. And so the only reason why I chose this, I guess it's not really a theory, but it was, I guess in the public's eyes, it is a conspiracy theory because nobody knew that, nobody knew that it was true. I mean, this story that, you know, I read off the internet could, may not be true, but then it pretty sure it is true. Cause you know, obviously like who's going to, I mean, obviously the vice president can make the decision and whatnot, but I don't know how they did it back in the days, you know? Yeah. But yeah, that's just, that just shows that like, you know, obviously in Around that time, I don't I don't know exactly what the time frame was. Um, I could look it up, but obviously the United States didn't go down, you know, go down burning under the the presidency of a female. You know what I mean? So that goes to show that a female in on probably one of the highest levels could make decisions, you know, smart decisions or, you know, based off of whatever she knew, you know, in order for the United States to be running fine. So there was no difference than if it was a guy or you know, President Wilson, or if it was the wife, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I definitely know what you mean. And that's where it rolls over into the whole feminist side of this whole thing. Right. So you think back, like back then, 
back then that women were not in that kind of power. Women were not meant to be in that kind of power. They weren't meant to have any say, really, right? Right. So you, you transition now into there are a lot of females now that are in roles of power. There are a lot. Do you hear about them as often as you do, say, men? No, you don't. Unless it's in specific magazines or specific uh, social outlets and stuff like that. Whereas, like, men are masculine. We all know that. They're masculine. That That, that is a man. You see a man, you think masculinity, that somebody's going to be protector, provider, all those things, right? So that's what we all think. Or at least that's what we've been ingrained to think. Men are supposed to be the providers, the protectors. Women were supposed to be barefoot, naked, and in front of the stove, and pregnant, right? So, uh, <laughs> like, it, it's it's shifted with the whole feminine, feminist movement. You know, like, it, it started back in what? Uh, the 19th, uh, 19th century, early 20th, 20th century, right? That was the first wave. So, like, how many how many times have we changed over from standing in the background with with a man being in, in the forefront? Like it's, it happens a lot, right? Say that that's right. what happened with, with her. But granted, he was elected, but she still stood by his side. She still was like, hey, we're in this together. Exactly. She's going to protect him. She's going to protect the United States and go along with it. Like that is like a huge start to feminism for me, right? Like, yeah, yeah, no, for sure, for sure. And uh, what are your thoughts on that, though? Like, I mean, I, I'm curious as to what you think feminism actually is coming from a man not what the actual like definition written out is right like, right right your viewpoint as a man what do you find feminism to be um i mean like for me for me i never really got into feminism you know or feminists or you know all of that you know gender equality all that stuff until i got older until like i really understood what people was talking about and what uh what people was i guess arguing or you know, trying to play the case about feminism or feminists or masculinity and stuff like that. And uh, when I really finally actually like understood what was going on, I guess in the most simplest terms, I saw as feminist as someone who just supports equal rights for women. And that's just at the time that when I learned everything, you know, I just thought that feminist was tied to just a female. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think it played a lot into you know, like social media and, you know, just word of mouth and whatever people just put the spotlight on feminists and connecting that to just females only mainly because I think it's because like what, what you're saying back in the days, like it was always the men doing all of this, the men doing that and the females just sitting in the, in the background, you know what I mean? And so yeah. I think because they're trying to, you know, forefront the, the category a lot of people, including myself, you know, people that's in the same shoes as me, I automatically thought that, you know, feminists was just about women and giving them the equal opportunities, equal rights to do what they want or something the same as a guy or a man or, or something better than a man or something like that. So that's, that's, that was my take when I first learned about feminism. Yeah. There's just been so much change when it comes to feminism because it, it used to be all about the suffrage of women, right? Right, and right. And it and it went into sexuality and, and reproduction. And then it moved into destabilizing the actual constructs of what a universal womanhood is considered as. And now, like you said, it's more about all inclusivity. That's what feminism is now is the inclusivity of all. Not necessarily like, you know, like gender specific 
male, female, but like it even has gone off into the whole different races and classes and things like that, that it, it's become a, a fight for what is morally right, which is crazy to think how far it's come. Do you, um, do you think that a lot of, I guess, stronger personality females or women, you know, do you think that they kind of like took it too far in certain aspects? Cause I feel like they did. I think in certain circumstances, yeah, it has, it has gone too far in the, in the aspect of like, Males and and females thinking, you know, like, oh, well, you just think you're better than me because you're a man. And that's what they like drove in, you know, and and that's not necessarily what it is. I will admit as a female, are there things that men can do better than me? Absolutely. That's just genetically what it is. They're usually typically faster and stronger. You can't fight that, you know, and so many people still try to fight that whole physical aspect and i think there are a lot of more of the masculine females that tend to try and push that too far right. and disrespectfully i think that's what i mean more or less is disrespectfully towards another human being if right. that makes sense no yeah no it totally makes sense and i that's what i was going off of i was like there's a lot of females that like they made it about who's better than the other one and yeah. at the end of the day it's not who's better you know what i mean <laughs> i like I don't, I don't know man that's just like i i hate i i i don't like the word hate so i dislike you know a lot of things in this world that you know people get in their mind that like you have to be better than the other person or you have to win in order to i don't know be the superior human being for some reason and and that plays into like world wars and all that stuff too but you know on a smaller scale which is not really a small scale but between a man and a female it's I don't know. I feel like it, it doesn't do good for our humanity. You know what I mean? Because it's yeah. like, why are we competing with each other? We're supposed to live and grow and get through challenges together as one human race. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I, it, I think some of it comes and boils down to feminism has also become kind of a, a subject that people can make money off of. Right. Right. Mike. Right. So it's become very, like, social media driven money driven and it's really unfortunate because feminism should be a really good thing as far as pushing for the equality for all obviously still focusing very strongly on physical human female abilities to do what they want where they want to go just as equally as men right do. i know you brought up the the, the sports thing and the phys- physicality part of it and i think i think that's a, a that's black and white. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. know. I don't know why people try to make this a thing. It's clear. You know, men are going to be obviously more athletic, more, you know, physically capable of doing way more things than female. That's just, that's just the way God made us. You know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, that doesn't like female, what females got to understand, that doesn't mean that makes them less of a human being. Right. You know what I mean? And I think that's when the the competition parts parts comes in that when I mentioned earlier, they think that they got to do these things to prove that they're better than males. I'm like, but why do you have to prove it? You know what I mean? Right. I get it. I get it. Like Like, back in the days, you know, we were pretty bad human beings and, you know, (laughs) we didn't give everybody a fair shot as, as humans. We separated as females, males, 
you know, black, white, different cultures and all that stuff. Like, it was, I wish, I'm glad I'm not living in that century and, and I'm living in this century, that's for sure. But it's, it's, it shouldn't be a competition. Like, why? Why do you need to, why does life have to be a competition? Because life is a challenge already. You know what I mean? Because you can't sell things that aren't competitive. <laughs> you're not wrong but that go that comes down to just money and how the world is now like money is money right money is money <laughs> money unfortunately makes the world go round yeah it makes the world go round but people gotta remember humans is what make happiness go around this is 100 percent true 100 percent <laughs> right? true and i right? feel like i feel like we could we could get there like if more females my age and and males and males too, but more we're talking more female here, more females my age, which would be considered as regretfully to say the the horrible M word in my life, millennial, because I am. Hey, I love being a millennial. millennial. Come on now. Uh, <laughs> well, no, it still ha it has that stigma on it, just like yeah, feminists still yeah. have a stigma on it, right? So yeah. most of them my age will say that they are feminists. Or that feminis feminism actually does describe a lot of who they are or how they act. But the next generation after me is like hardcore about it. They're just like, yeah, they're like, let's make this movement happen. And then you have the alpha generation, which, which are my children. They're not right that. And right now at their age, obviously, most of them don't care. But my daughter, <laughs> she's already like, no, why can't we all just be equal why can't we all strive for what we want to strive for she's like mom if i want to be a firefighter can i be a firefighter and i was Heck like yeah. Well, yeah honey <laughs> i was like hell yeah honey you want to be a firefighter you go be a firefighter exactly and she's just like well you know the boy in my class was saying that i couldn't be a firefighter and i asked him why and he said because you're a girl and so I had to have, I literally recently had to have that conversation of, you know, well, physically, you're less able to be able to carry a full grown ass man out of a burning building. Right. You know, she's like, well, what if I worked at it? And I'm like, then you work at it, baby. You want it, you're going to make it happen and you're going to do it. I was like, and she's like, are there female firefighters? Heck yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. She's like, do they have to work 10 times harder? Heck yeah. yeah. Yeah, they do. But you know what? They wanted it. So that's what they did for it. Yeah. So it's crazy. She's she's nine. That's No, that's good. She's young and she's, you know, looking to what she wants to do, which all kids do. You know, all kids have aspirations to want to be something. But you didn't see that back in the days where, you know, little girls wanted to be a firefighter. Little girls wanted to be a cop or, you know, something like that. Uh, it wasn't until our generation of millenni uh, millennials, right? That's when it started to come out where females or little girls wanted to do what they wanted to do. And it was a lot of it was, you know, who they looked up to say, you know, their yeah. dad was, their dad was a firefighter. Like, I want to be just like my dad. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you, when you mentioned about your, your daughter, you know, saying that the, uh, the boy said, oh, cause you're a girl, you know, I think that comes back down to parenting. Cause like. Where do, where do kids learn things? You know, they watch, they learn from watching their parents, watching their older siblings or, you know, well, nowadays it's, you know, everything's on social media. YouTube. So whatever they see on YouTube or on TV, but it comes down to, <laughs> right, the TikTokies, <laughs> but it, it comes down to the parenting and what's put on TV. You know, a, a lot of it is, is, is catered to 
what we was talking about this whole time, you know, men usually doing this, female using in this, this career field, or, you know, females can't do that. Men can't do this or, you know what I mean? So it's, it's what these little kids have engraved in their freaking mind that this is supposed to be this way and that's supposed to be that way. And so what you did is what every parent should be doing, sitting down their children and giving them the talk, not the talk. But you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not ready for that one. You're not ready for that but, one? <laughs> yeah. Like being being open, upfront, and honest with my daughter is something that I very much so strived for because my, my parents weren't necessarily like that growing up. My family dynamic growing up was my mom was the breadwinner pretty much my entire life. She was the one that was always working a full-time job like no tomorrow. My dad, he worked very hard. Oh, very, very, very hard. He had a long-standing job for a really long time as uh, a general manager of a cash and carry. <laughs> so he made decent money, but he always, after he left that one, he kind of jumped from job to job, and it was never, like, stable, right? So in my eyes, I have to be the breadwinner. I have to be the one that does all the sacrifice, all the you know, all all the paying of the bills, making sure everything's taken care of just right because it was also my mother. So I also had the side of you also have to keep the house clean. You have to take care of the children. You have to do this. You have to do that. All the atypical things that a woman of my mother's age was taught. But at the same time, living in a new generation of, hey, both parents need to work to survive. But there's always one that's more of a breadwinner. Right. And right. that's the person and make sure everything gets done. So I have very masculine side and a very feminine side of me. So I see both sides when it comes to a lot of things. And I think sometimes I can offend some of my female friends, for example, as far as like, well, what? Why didn't you, why didn't you have the kitchen clean when your husband got home? Like, you're not working. He's working. To me, out of respect, I would keep the house clean. Right. You know, those kinds of things. And a lot of females are like, I shouldn't have to clean up after that. I'm like, that's just respect. That's yeah, not, it's not, even, it's not requiring even, you to do these things, you know? Right. And it's not even respect for the husband. It's respect for yourself because that's where mm -hmm. you're living. You yes. know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. you're not going to clean your own house. You're going to keep living in a dirty space just because you didn't necessarily make that dishes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like for example, you know, when and or if you ever have children. If it came down to a situation where, like, you know, say you don't have any retirement money from your current <laughs> situation, if it came down to where, like, you know, you lost your form of employment, you had just had a baby, but your wife has her job waiting for her for when she comes back, would you stay home and watch watch after the baby or would you be like, no, 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 I absolutely have to go back out and find a new job? I mean, like if, if you we... had the means to be able to stay home if needed and watch the baby, would you? You know, it's funny you asked that because I literally just made a TikTok video and um, I don't know if you saw it, but if you guys didn't see it, so the basically the video is this person asking me a question or just, I just used the audio and the person was asking, if your wife made 500K a year, would you be a stay home dad? And then immediately the, the scene switches. I got the wig on, I'm mopping the floor, washing the dishes, and I'm like, <laughs> heck yeah, I would do that, you know? I mean, 
if she's okay with me being a stay home dad and I'm okay with it, you know, we come to a agreement together that like, okay, this is something, you know, this is her career that she loves and she doesn't mind being the breadwinner and me being entre entrepreneur myself, it's better for me to do that at home. Cause then I have the freedom to, to figure out what business that I want to do while watching the kids and, you know, not, not taking advantage of my wife making all this money, but I am doing what I can do to pitch in, to watch the kids, take care of the house. Like if the roles are switched, I'm sure she would do the same, but that doesn't go into what a female is supposed to do. That's just like what yeah. you said, it's out of respect and it's out of respect for our marriage, our relationship, what we committed to each other. You know, we're, we're going to tackle this situation together and however way we do it, we come to a consensus, consensus and agreement that this is the way we're going to do it for however, however long, you know what I mean? If yeah. the plan's got to change, then plan's got to change. So yes, I would, I would stay home and be the dad and not because I get some freedom, but because I <laughs> love my family enough that if that's what I got to do in the moment, then that's what I got to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I feel like there's just so many times talking to multiple friends of mine and stuff like that about this kind of conversation. They're like, no, like I, I no. Like she should stay home. I'm like, but why? Yeah. <laughs> like, why don't you? Now I know. I, now I understand. Like, if if they physically can't, or like if it's just one of those things where like I, I'd be a great stay at home mom. Don't get me wrong, but I am an individual that constantly has to be doing something. So even if I was a stay at home mom, I would have to have some kind of part time job. Yeah, something to that get me out of the doing. house at some point. You know. <laughs> Like, right, all right. right. <laughs> Your daddy's home. I'm out to work. Right. <laughs> like I, I, I would have, I would need something. And I'm not talking just a hobby because a hobby you can do anytime. Right. But like, I don't know. I think that's also the side of me that's like more of a logical individual where I'm like, I need something other than what's here. Yeah. I need to do something like, to, cause in, right. in, in a sense, I feel like, like I'm contributing in some way, shape or form to humanity other than just my children. Right. Right. And in a sense, it's like, it's not, it's not that you don't want to take care of your kids, but you also have to take care of yourself, your own little happiness. And I'm not saying that you're not happy watching your kids and being with your kids, but right. like people don't understand that your own personal, and this goes into like the whole mental stuff and the whole another subject, but you really like, if you cannot take care of yourself and make yourself happy with whatever small thing that you can do in the, in the free time, you're not going to be able to do, uh, watch your kids or provide and help your husband or help your wife you know what i mean yeah so yeah. but to go back to you know some of you, you said some of your friends that i'm guessing guys right you say no she's got to stay home i gotta go work like it's a mostly guys yeah it's a it's a pride thing with us men the pride yeah. thing with us men and you know just the image that you know is out there they're like yeah the men's supposed to provide the men's supposed to be strong and do this and be that breadwinner and and you know and I, it's it's like for that me socially ingrained mentality yeah right? exactly and for me it's like i get embarrassed sometimes and like i as much as i would accept being a stay-at-home dad and my wife making 500k a year i would i would still feel a little embarrassed but i would have some of the coping skills that i've learned you know to get over it and be like you know what me and my wife are happy it don't matter what anybody else think out in the outside world like Oh, look at that guy. He's a stay-at-home dad. He's not doing nothing. 
I, at the end of the day, I have to block that out because that person is not contributing to me and my wife's happiness. Yeah. I mean, literally be like, okay, yeah, I'm a stay at home dad. I get to play with my kids. I get to watch them grow. I get to help my wife with whatever she needs when she's home, when she's not home. I get to help myself. There's so many good things about that, you know? Like, Ben, there's also amazing things about having two working parents, too. You know, it, it genuinely takes a village. That's why, like, with the feminism that is now, where it's moving with all inclusivity, I think a lot more individuals are starting to identify and lean towards the current feminist movement. Yeah, man. There's a lot of uh there's a lot of gender bias in a lot of aspects in life and I wanted to bring up one of the ones that we could probably talk on, uh the gender pay gap. That's yeah. a that's a big one. Uh especially, you know, I know we talked about athleticism and you know, female playing male sports and male playing female sports or whatever, you know, that's, that's kind of like simple and like straightforward. Like it's just the physicality part of it. But when you talk about, you know, the, uh, the workforce and the, the work industry, you know, it's, it's, I think it's, uh, it's, it's should be a fair play, no matter if you're a female or male, cause it should be a fair play. Absolutely. I think some of it, though, right now is a lot of people are looking more or less at, like, unfortunately, like, I might be wrong in this, too, but I feel like some of it has to go coincide with looking at, like, you know, the general aspect of it. They're, the jobs that we're complaining about more are ones that do involve more physical labor. Right. So if, Star, if you're required, if we're working the same job, we have to unload trucks right you as a male are required to unload 12 trucks me as a female i am required to unload six trucks like that <laughs> that's kind of how it is you know like right. like you're expected to be able to do more right you're going to get paid more for your job because you're doing more in the same time i'm doing six right so like for me it's hard to ask me stuff because i don't think i mentioned this earlier but i'm i'm a feminist I, i'll i i'm you know putting it out there i'm a feminist i'm I'm totally for, you know, equal rights for, you know, whatever sexes is out there, whatever. Um, but that's just me because I'm, I'm just a fair person. But that's a hard question to ask me because I wouldn't care. <laughs> I wouldn't care. Like, I got 12. Fuck, I got 12. But, you yeah. know, if, if the female finishes her six, then I'll, then I'll be like, hey, come help me out, you know? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's, that's, just, that's just me. But, like, you know, I could see how guys would, you know, get upset. You know, obviously, like, you know, we're getting the same pay. You know, she should be doing, you know, 12, uh, 12 trucks like me. She 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 signed up for this job. She's got to do what everybody else is doing. You know what I mean? Which uh, yeah. which makes sense. But again, I can't really speak too much on it because I'm I'm going to care less. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do. I do. I genuinely think that, that it, it should be evened out. Um, I think some of it does does unfortunately depend on what particularly the job is right yeah and what's I mean, expected of each individual yeah like you said physicality is, is going to be a play a big part but i don't think that plays any part in hawaii because you know there's a lot of female no. construction there's a lot of females yeah. oh, yeah. that do a lot better work than males <laughs> but <laughs> but um but when it comes to like i guess let's go let's go to political part you know i oh yeah you know like yeah. presidency you know, governor, mayors and whatnot, like back in the days, man, it was hard for females to, you know, 
what what does I run for? Anything, you know. Yeah. But now now we got all these females that are running for governor, you know, mayor, uh, you know, all that stuff. But you know, they're almost there to maybe presidency one day, you know. One day, uh, maybe one day. maybe the right one. Yeah. Maybe. But I think maybe. I'm I'm pretty sure you know it's it's all this you know feminism act and all that stuff that like somebody is blocking the females an opportunity to even just get their foot in for presidency. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, yeah. I feel like that's happening. Yeah. I, f- I feel like some of it has to do with us individually as females. Sometimes we take so many steps forward to just bring ourselves back. Yeah. They, 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 they get scared. Does. It's like yeah. a little scared. They're like, ah, oh, do I really want to go through all of this? And you know, I'm going to get all this backlash. You know what I mean? But yeah. What, uh, what's her name? Um, She's a Polynesian girl, uh, Tulsi Gabbard. She said that she was going to try for presidency. And that was the last I heard of it, like, a couple of years ago. Yeah. I was say, that was a couple of years ago. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, presidency is hard, man. Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know nothing, I, but I, I could imagine. I wouldn't want it. I wouldn't want it. I'm sorry. I wouldn't want it. I wouldn't want it. Nope. wouldn't want it. It's, it's, it's a lot of, you know, with the job industry and the workforce, man, like, you know, trying to get a, trying to get a raise, trying to, trying to um, move up in, in whatever company that you're in. I, I do honestly feel like females have it harder and, and it goes to the gender, gender equality and uh, yeah. people don't want to admit it. Like, I don't know what it is. They just feel like they don't think women would, I, it's either they don't think women will be good in leadership or power, or they're afraid of women having leadership or power. That's, that's the two things for me. I think in certain situations, it calls for a particular kind of, I don't, I don't know what to call it, a particular kind of uh, pizzazz to be in a leadership role. Pizzazz is the wrong word, but <laughs> like it, masculinity, unfortunately, I, I hate to say it, but it does. In certain roles, it takes a certain amount of masculinity, whether you're male or female. Let's talk about body stature again. <laughs> you see a huge, massive Samoan or Hawaiian or whatever, you're gonna you're gonna be you're gonna be a little intimidated as a you know much smaller mainlander. You know, it, it's just one of those things where you just instantly you're like, oh, I'm a little intimidated by stature right. alone. So most people typically are just like, you know, well, it's a female, more petite, smaller. You know, she's pretty, she's this, this, that. So there's got to be like nothing going on up here, right? That unfortunately is pretty common. So I feel like some of it does take a certain masculine stature, whether you're male or, f- male or female, because there are some, there are some amazing boss females out there that I'm like, I'm intimidated by her, you know? <laughs> yeah. And in my everyday life, I am the more masculine individual out of most of my friends. So I'm very dominant in my everyday life, but online I'm usually nicer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would, I'm not going to say that, you know, you wear the, that dominant trait on your sleeve, but I do, I can, from when I first met you, I did pick up the masculinity. Yeah. I feel like I'm calling you a man by saying that, but you know what I <laughs> You're mean? Not. You're you know not. what I mean I though, right? It. Like I, I felt that presence, you know what I mean? People might say that like, oh, that's too uh too forward or you know, that means she's bitchy or she's standoffish. No, I just felt the independency 
and uh you know somebody that you know knows what she wants in life in a respectable yeah. way <laughs> yeah no i totally get that and i completely yeah. agree i mean I, thank you for saying that <laughs> i find it as flattering some people don't right. i've actually had that conversation with people before both <laughs> men and women god that goes into whole relationships yeah well uh we'll, we'll get into relationships on another episode guys but uh uh, with the gender equality and feminism, man, like, what are what are some negative impacts like in this world? I know we mentioned a few, but we kind of let's put a spotlight on it right now. As far as positives, I think it's started to bring certain individuals together that they didn't think would come together, and are starting to see a little bit more eye to eye. Like, I've heard of people being like, "Oh my gosh, how am I going to tell them I'm a feminist? Like, it shouldn't be a bad thing." You know, right. just like if somebody's coming out of the closet, it shouldn't be a bad thing. You know, it, it, I, I feel like it's starting to make a turn for a for a better. But I, I it definitely has some downfalls because I feel like it's also starting to divide generations. Right. That's exactly what I was going to say was the, the dividing aspect of it. What about you? No, yeah, that was my biggest thing with the negative impacts of, you know, feminism and masculinity and all that stuff is just dividing us as a human race, you know, and I, everything in life, I always, when it comes down to it, I always go back to humanity and that's just me. That's just how I was raised, you know, in my culture and my religion and, you know, my upbringing, that's, you know, I always, you know, I'm sorry to bring in religion again, but that's, that's how Jesus lived, man. It was about humanity (laughs) so i just think that you know having a divide you know with anything in life it's it's gonna be a negative impact most of the times sometimes some positive things come out of you know arguments or or clashes and whatnot but to what to what cost right yeah but yeah some of the positive things yeah you know people are coming together for a common goal and you know fighting for what's right you know, like going back to humanity again, you got to fight for what's right, but in a respectful and correct way. Yeah. So it's a big subject, man. Big subject. Can I ask you if you have ever, weird question, have you ever used an all-inclusive bathroom? All, I don't know what that is. It's a public restroom that anyone can use. Is it the family restroom? Nope. What? Nope, it's like multiple stalls. So, so there's urinals, and then there's no, there's no urinals. No just urinals. All stalls. No urinals. All stalls. And what? Any gender can go in. Any gender can go into the bathroom. Have you ever used one? I've never seen. Have you one. ever seen one? I've never heard of it. Never seen of it. Obviously, never used it. I and just I wouldn't. One this last week. Oh, really? Yes. For me. If I got to go, I'm freaking going. I don't give a crap who's in there. I'm just going. There was yeah. there was a couple of times where I just went into females just because I needed to freaking go. I didn't care. <laughs> there was like no one in there. There was nobody in there. So I didn't <laughs> care. And then um, I did walk out and then a lady was just standing outside. I was probably waiting for the husband in the male's bathroom. But because the male's bathroom, there were, you know, the stalls were taken. I had to, you know, make the number two. And I couldn't hold it, so I just ran to the girls, and I just did it, and walked out, and the lady gave me a look, and I'm like, well, I had to go. I had to go. I had but- to go. So I, I felt like a total turd sandwich after <laughs> talking to somebody about this. So I used it, 
And I was totally like weirded out, almost kind of like appalled by it. Right. Because I was just like, wow, like thinking like, oh, my God, like what if it was like somebody that wasn't good, blah, 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 you know. But then I'm just like, okay, just shut your brain down. Stop it. And I was talking to one of my friends and she's just like, when we've gone on trips (laughs) and the females, the women's bathroom was full, what did you do? I was like, oh, my God, I wouldn't use the guy's bathroom. Right. She's like, it's the same damn thing. It's just now it says all inclusive. I was like, okay, I'm an asshole. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't like, know. I don't know if you're an asshole. I think it's just <laughs> I think it's just a circumstance. I mean, I think they shouldn't have all gender bathrooms. I don't think they sh- that I don't think that should be a thing. I think they should keep it male, female, just for the privacy aspect and respect privacy is respect and you know but then but then you shouldn't um you shouldn't look down get looked down upon if if it's an emergency and then you just so happen to go to the other gender's bathroom like you shouldn't fault them for it yeah but at the same time i do think that it still should be separated that's just me yeah well these all-inclusive bathrooms are also supposed to be like in a situation where too we're like they're trying to like lean towards like individuals being like, okay, well, I, I, I identify a certain way, so I'm going to be able to enter. And so that's why they did these all inclusives because people were doing, taking advantage of the, I identify as. I feel, I feel that. So that's why they did these all inclusives. And it was, it was, it was an interesting, interesting time because I'm in the bathroom next to some coworkers of mine (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was just weird. It was weird. It was weird. I think it was probably because I knew them personally. If it was probably. a stranger, I I feel like I might not have been so weirded out. Yeah, because then when topic. you when you get out when you get out of the bathroom, you're gonna see that person at work all day. So yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be like yeah. Damn, I just sat next to him in the bathroom all day. Like he's walking by you, and you're like looking at him. I just sat next to him in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I was weirded out. <laughs> weirded out but that like that's when my that's when i talked to a, my friend it's like, a tough it's a tough situation you know i see what they're trying to do with the all-inclusive bathrooms you know to goes along with the whole equality thing that feminists are fighting for right now but that's it's and i'm sorry if i you know guys are, i know no i'm sorry if if there's feminists out there that like are gonna hate me for this because i am a feminist but i think that's just a dumb thing to fight for is bathrooms there's way more important things to fight for in a freaking toilet. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) It's a toilet. You know, everybody, a male and a female, you know, drops the same thing. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I mean, then, you know, there's other individuals that are identifying as other things. So I think that's also why they're trying to fight for all inclusive. So that way it's not just individuals that are or identify as male or female. So I, I watched this thing called, would you, what would you do? Right. I don't know. I forgot the guy's name. You seen that show before? What would you do? Yeah. And so they had this situation where, you know, a transgender was, was fighting with this other lady with her daughter. And the the lady was saying, you know, you, you shouldn't go into that bathroom. You're not a female. You're a male. You're a man. And they're doing it so loud. Obviously they're, they need to get the attention of people around. And, you know, a lot of people came to the defense of the transgender saying like, Hey, to the to the to the mother saying, "Hey, you shouldn't be talking to her like that. Like she identifies as who she wants to be, and you know if she identifies as a female, let her go into the female because she's a female. 
And then the the women, the the mother was like, "No, that's wrong. That's gross, and this and that." And if if this person is gonna identify as a female and she looks like a female, and she's getting the, all the transformations. Let her go into the female. If the person looks like me and I'm saying I identify as a female, I would not let that person go into the female bat because he still looks clearly like a full on guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So like, it's with certain situations like. Like you gotta, I don't know. I don't know what to say. <laughs> That's always to a say. tough subject. It's a tough subject because yeah. it's a really, really hot topic yeah. between multiple different groups of individuals. And it, and I don't necessarily think any one party is right or wrong because we're all going to feel the way we want to feel about that. You know, that that's... Just the tip of the iceberg, ladies and gentlemen. You know, the, the next couple, you know, episodes that we're going to have you know, we're going to go into dive deeper into relationships, you know, between male, female, 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 male, male, you know, and because all relationships are the same. But when we tie in the feminism and masculinity into a relationship, that's when it gets interesting because very interesting. Yeah, because a lot of it is all opinion. You know what I mean? Yeah. So opinion and experience. too. Yeah. So Please tell me I'm gotta... excited. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited too. I'm excited. Uh, All we were... the possibilities. <laughs> oh, the possibilities. I don't know why. Right <laughs> when you said that, I was just thinking of doing the rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> All the possibilities. <laughs> That's crazy. Knowledge is power. Right. Knowledge is power. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but uh, uh, do you have a dad joke? <gasps> no, I know. I was gonna give you the reins for this one, but uh. <laughs> All right, I'll tell you one. Uh, okay. Like like we always do, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to end off with a dad joke. Uh, before we say the dad joke, I'd like to say thank you, all of you watchers and listeners of this podcast. You know, again, if you guys don't know who we are, my name is Star. We got Kaleo. I pointed the wrong way again, but we got Kaleo. And uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's always a blast having you here listening in. And uh, again, comment down below if you're on YouTube and, uh, you know, tell us what your thoughts are. Tell us what uh what else you guys want us to talk about. Tell us uh if if we're completely wrong or completely right. <laughs> if you guys are listening on Spotify, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for following the podcast. Please do us a favor and leave a four or five star review. You know whichever helps, but much appreciated. So, without further ado, guys, we're gonna do the dad joke, and then we'll be out of here. Totally forgot what my dad joke was. Uh... <laughs> Singing in the shower. <laughs> I like that song for some reason. Oh. You know what song I freaking really like? And I just found out what it all meant. The freaking Miley Cyrus song. Have you heard it? The new one. The one that was basically about her freaking ex, uh, Liam Hensworth. Oh, I've only listened to it once and I don't like, I the, didn't get to like focus. The flowers. I think it's like something, I don't know. I forgot, but it's a reverse version of Bruno Mars's song. The one where he says, uh, oh, when I was your man. It's a reverse. Okay. It's a reverse version of when I was your man. She's basically throwing him under the bus. The crazy thing is, too, the crazy thing, she, she reversed it to diss him. She was, she's wearing, in the music video, she's wearing his suit, suit and tie, in the house where he was cheating on her with all the 13 women. That's where she did the music video. Oh. So it was a full-on... Like, this song is about you, bitch, and the whole world's going to know. Talk <laughs> about boss-ass bitch moment of, like, 
look at me now and look at you here. Right. Talk about. Love it. I need to actually watch it. Talk about watch Miley Cyrus taking the masculinity. 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 The masculinity to the full power. Like yeah, she, true. she took, true. She, yeah. She's doing it. Uh, fucking Gaga did it at one point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fucking, I feel like every big female artist at some point goes through that, has that moment. Right. The problem, Friggin', the problem uh, with even that. Even Taylor Swift has done. Yeah, no, for real, she did. <laughs> she hardcore did it. Like, <laughs> props, girl. Yeah. I didn't she think she had it in her. Yeah. But the... she was always gonna be. A- Romeo, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the problem the problem with these big famous females that who are icons obviously whatever they have to be careful on how they portray the message yep. because it goes back to these little kids getting these things engraved in men and if they do yep. it into a not too much of a disrespectful way but into a way to where it kind of is disrespecting you know that's how the kids are gonna like remember it like oh i have to be this way you know what i mean yeah. So. Yeah. I have to be it, this way. I have to look this way. Yeah. To look this way, I have to. Yeah. I have to assume that this this guy is like going to be like this, so I have to stay strong, and you know what I mean. All that. Yep. St- you know what I mean. So. Yeah. Just be careful. Social media is a very influential thing because that's what it is. Influential. <laughs> I love that you're saying that. Yeah. <laughs> I always do that, but. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> But uh, that goes straight into the joke, the dad joke for this episode. Singing in the shower is fun until you get soap in your mouth. Then it's soap opera. Oh, <laughs> soap opera? <laughs> dad. <laughs> Yo. Uh... <laughs> I got you. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to think about that later, too. Probably giggle for no reason. Right. No, he just did a really bad dad joke, and now it's stuck in my head. It's not a bad dad joke. It's a bad dad joke. No, it's not. It had to do with singing. <laughs> and then I saw it, and I was like, hey, singing in the shower. It's about singing in the shower. It's all great until you get soap in your mouth, and it becomes a soap opera. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. Come on. Oh my God. On that note, thank you everyone for listening and watching. We hope you had a wonderful time and we'll see you on the next one. One, two, three.